You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us here on this uh, Sunday, August 8th of 2021. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI, I hope, and on the Radio TFI streaming network. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI headquarters... In Queens, New York, a very distraught-looking Ed Van Ness. Uh, Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Well, just as you were being snarking, saying, maybe you can hear us. Well, that's when I remembered to push the big red button. (laughs) Well, fortunately, at least it got recorded. (laughs) No. Well, it did because I hit the oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> because you're a special, because you're a special little boy. <sighs> good, good morning, kids and kittens, and uh, you'll have to forgive me. We, uh, well, we trust you've all had a fantastic week, and yada yada yada, and all that other positive stuff I usually say every Sunday. Just, just refer back. He's to not that feeling stuff. very positive right now, folks. Just so you know. no, right up. This we just had a flashback to the old days, the uh, when we were first starting out, and really didn't know what we were doing. Now we just kind of know what we're doing, and literally right up until we came on air, I had all sorts of bugs and gremlins in my system, and I had to reboot, and John couldn't hear me, and as opposed to when he just doesn't listen to me, you know, uh, uh, and we're I'm still running system checks. So if I look distracted this morning, it's not because I'm bored of what John's saying, which is normally the case. And you know what? And with all that, I just realized I'm on mute. John, can you hear me at all? I hear you I, now. I'm not even I'm not even coming across. Well, I hear you. Yeah, you hear me. I don't know if anybody else hears me. My microphone is off. Go ahead, talk. <laughs> My poor, my poor good friend. What can I say? It's been an interesting week. Uh, picking up uh, again from last week when we had all that fun with the old Cali, uh, the old Cali boys there, who I found a, out a little bit more about in the uh, in the uh, previous week. It, it seems like 
they are, you know, right now we have what you would call anti-vaxxers. Well, these guys are what you would call anti-taxers. Uh, the the one that uh, the one that comes across um, and has given me the most grief. Uh, basically, their shtick is is they want to do a uh, they want to out Uber Uber. They want to have their own little uh, their own little ride share because they don't know you know none of them are the, the snot nosed punks know anything about taxi or transportation. The only when it comes to to transportation, the only thing they know is Uber and Lyft because, you know, they're still, you know, pissing their damn diapers. So we, uh, but the thing is, is they want to bait. They basically want to run an operation under the table. Uh, they want to, uh, uh, they're also heavy into the whole, uh, uh, in, into the DoorDash thing. They want to try to take a, a, a slice out of that too. So there, it's so funny. I, I didn't have a chance to upload the screenshot, but one of them showed a screenshot of, of what their, of their app where the uh, customer could enter information uh, where they were, pick, where they were picking up, where they were going to uh, an actual space for them to fill in a credit card number and now this thing looked about as uh, secure. Let's put it this way: this I was writing HTML programs uh, back about uh, fifteen years ago that uh, resembled resembled this uh, malarkey. It was, it was so crazy, and and they actually expect people to to utilize this enter credit card information into this without any form of security and whatnot and so i think we're done with them as far as their uh their presence here on uh on, on the twitter and whatnot and it, it, it's kind of sad because they brought in they're still they're still defending uber and lyft you know they the bad taxi companies, the bad taxi companies, you know, and Ed and I have said all along when we started doing this show that they, the taxi industry is, isn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. We, we have our flaws in this, uh, uh, in this world and some taxi, some Taxi organizations have managed to, to adapt. Uh, others haven't. And the ones that haven't been able to adapt or have been unwilling to adapt have, quite frankly, gone by the wayside. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know um, if we'll hear from these guys anymore again. Quite frankly, I, I really... I don't care, to be honest. It's let them go live in their own private little hell. They, uh, to my knowledge, they have uh, uh, they have me blocked. They have Ed blocked. Have the show page blocked. Um, I can still check them out through a couple of other Twitter accounts if I really wanted to. But you know something, I really don't want to. Um, 
Ed, are you still are you back with us here? Or are you still playing around? He's still kind of playing around. We're gonna we might wind up foregoing the um, the stock report today, but I did f- stumble across a story just kind of in the last minute from from New York and the lack of uh, of uh, yellow cabs available there. Let me go ahead and play that real quick here. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about this, or I'll talk a little bit about this on the other end. If you have thought it is hard to hail a cab these days, you're not imagining it. Fewer than half of taxi medallions out there right now in use are down dramatically. There's a big decrease. Eyewitness News reporter Lauren Glassberg with more. That sea of yellow cabs, once a midtown fixture, now at a standstill, parked in lots in the outer boroughs. These behind me, we can't run. We just can't afford the insurance and what it requires to keep it ready to run. At McGinnis Management, they're running half the fleet. 60 taxis are stowed. They don't even have license plates. Way to save money. There aren't enough drivers to drive them. They're just fine making their pandemic money and the assistance that they're getting. But Nicholas Casares is driving and he says the lack of competition is good for him. People are literally walking in front of the car trying to stop me and I have passengers in the car. So I'm I'm taking advantage of the situation. It's great. And it's also great for Uber and Lyft drivers who benefit from surge pricing when taxis are scarce. Before it would take my husband and I two, three minutes to grab a cab. Now it's five minutes and most of the time we opt for an Uber. And what happens with the price of the Uber? Is it outrageous? My business is down really 95%. Max Yalas owns 20 medallions with so few people working in the city, it doesn't make sense for him to run his cabs. Out of all the cabs I run, I'm running one taxi cab. He and other medallion owners are being crushed by costs. Their medallions have plummeted in value. They need more riders, more willing drivers, even government assistance. But they hope that yellow cabs will continue to roll. I don't think there's going to be an ever an end to a yellow cab because it's iconic. Taking a yellow cab ride in, in, in through Times Square or Manhattan, that's, 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 that's unique to New York. A New York that isn't yet what it was. In Midtown, Lauren Glassberg, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. So very interesting uh, uh, story there. Uh, you know... Here's the thing. Now, I realize the, the ridership is down. Uh, you can just see, just if you if you had a chance to actually see the video, you could see. Uh, well, hi, Ed. Hi, Are John. I think I am. Well, I can hear you. So that's that's a that's a, a big plus. And, and and I can hear you well. <laughs> <laughs> We had to, uh, my apologies, ladies and gents, boys and girls. We had to root around through the, uh, through the vault here and find, find, uh, some old, uh, some very archaic equipment there. Well, for our standards, for our standards. So, uh, anyway, hi, (laughs) hi, everybody. (laughs) What's going on, John? Well, uh, bef- uh, before you came back, we we showed that uh, showed that video there. Um, I saw that New York taxi situation. Uh, it, it's so funny that these people are still 
defaulting to Uber. And, and I have a little bit different take, and I could be wrong on this. See, people are still, still trying to find those Ubers. They want to get those Ubers, and those Ubers are hard to come by because the drivers, quite frankly, have had enough. They're not making, they're not making yeah. the money. And Can even, I, go ahead. No, just a little uh, uh, coincidence there that McGinnis Management, uh -huh. uh, I almost drove for them. I went over, I was, I've told this, I didn't believe I told the story. Uh, I went to them, I was going to lease a cab from them. And uh, their mechanic gave me a hard time because I needed to get something done. And I said, you know what? I, I don't need this nonsense. I've been, you know, I've been down this path where the tag well wags the dog. Uh -huh. I demanded my money back. Oh, they tried everything because they had, as you saw, and this was two years ago, They same thing, a lot full of cabs. As much as I didn't want to do it, <clears throat> excuse me, for a change, the driver was in the, uh, the catbird seat. You need me a whole lot more than I need you right now. There was I could I could throw a stone and find cabs to lease. And I just was not about to uh I mean other than that, they, they seem like a pretty decent outfit, but uh, you just don't you don't uh, need to be able to be us. Right. Right. I, I totally get that. Uh <clears throat> excuse but, me, ladies and gentlemen. I, I apologize. It's just been a wacky kind of morning here. Okay. Well, as like I said, it's, it's, it's these people are going for these uh, these Ubers, and either they're finding out that the Uber prices are way, way, way too expensive, and uh, they don't want to they don't want to deal with that, or or quite frankly, they can't get an Uber because, like I said, you might uh, you he they brought up the fact that they're 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 still getting stimulus money and whatnot, but I know that there are still drivers out there that have, have driven for uber and realize that they're not it isn't worth it for the amount right. of money that they're spending for their to put their vehicle on the road hauling passengers around dealing with all the bs that comes along with that they that they've just decided it, it's not it's not worth it to them and that that, that that is correct now here in new york you've still got a lot of them doing it because the difference is uh, they have a lot lot more invested in these cars because they have to be, uh, number one is the insurance, which they, they have to have. It has so, to be the taxi standard. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, and the cars have to meet particular standards and all that. I, I mean, that's not the same. Now, while I unfortunately was unable to, actually pay attention to much of that piece i i can i think it's pretty standard even pre-uber most customers don't understand how this business works from the inside so most people don't know that they're uh we we can talk about well my situation this past week and we'll we'll touch base on that it it, it just barely skims on the uber topic but uh but we can talk about that uh gosh darn it I really feel bad. I feel bad for the people today, John. Well, our listeners, the ones that are 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 with us today, they'll be there. They're through. They're with us through thick and thin. The rest of them, well, you know, you're you're here. I appreciate it if you're here, but we do have a core group of uh, what are you talking of, about, uh, listeners? What are you talking uh, about? 
Well, are you getting, are you getting let, all, let, me, all, let me finish. Let me finish this point real quick. Get all sappy here. Jeez. Go ahead. Finish your point. Ah, it's the, 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 it's the problem I think is reverse is, is they can't, they can't get an Uber, the Uber that they get. Oh my God, it, it is expensive. Oh my, it's outrageous. Right. Uh, and now all of a sudden, now they're pissed off because they can't find a taxi cab. Oh yeah. my goodness, I can't find a taxi. Where are all those taxis? They're, well, they're, all, they're all sitting on they're the side of the road. They're all sitting on the side of the road. You know, you got your way. You got your you got your little Uber there. You got your precious little uh you got your precious little doggy there now, but now that dog is pissed and shit on the carpet enough times. Now you're realizing that it isn't all it was cut out to be. But I can't get a cab. Where are all the cabs? The poor sons of bitches don't want to. They don't. They've found better things to do, too. They can't make it in the taxi industry anymore. Yeah. And I'm talking from the driver's perspective. I feel bad for the owners. But I'm talking about the drivers. The drivers. Of course. Of course. I'm not going to lease this cab. I don't know. What was the standard lease rate there when you... Uh, well, where, where I was, what I was doing, uh, pre-Uber, my uh, my night drivers were paying uh, 425 a week, and my day drivers were paying 475 a week. Mm-hmm. Something, something like that. And of course, as things started, you know, uh, they can't... They weren't making enough to justify the, the rental payments, plus fuel. Uh, mm-hmm. Plus the time involved, and I understood that, and yada yada yada, as the saying goes. Uh, but yeah, that's where all the cabs have gone. When you ask, uh, matter of fact, I got that question a couple of times near the end when I was in a cab. Oh, man, it's so much hard to get a cab these days. Do you use Uber? Sometimes that's why. Mm-hmm. I said there's not enough work for all, everybody which has been the case right from the start. We knew it right from the start. We said that right from the start to the powers that be. There's not going to be enough work for everybody. Somebody, mm-hmm. Everybody's going to starve until there's only like four drivers left in the world. So that's, that's, that's true. All right. and, and now other, and here's the other thing you got to look at it. Other businesses. Hell, um, my, uh, my stepdaughter, is a uh, pharmacy tech, lead pharmacy tech for Walgreens. Uh, and she's making, she's doing pretty good. But Walmart yep. was starting pharmacy techs at $18 an hour. I could do, I could go start out as a pharmacy tech at a, at a, at a beginning level for $18 <laughs> an hour. Oh, excuse me. I... Which isn't, which isn't, I'm going to get rich money, but it is, I could get by on 18 bucks an hour. Hell yeah. Now that's not being an actual pharmacist. That's just, no, no, that's just being a tech. That's just a helper. That's the ones okay. that actually deal with the customers kind of right. front line. Right. Type thing. But right. Uh, people are paying, you know, companies are starting to pay yeah, because more. They realize because uh, people want to make a living and, you know, and other companies have been, uh, reporting that hey we're paying them more and guess what they're not quitting as often they're not blah 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 and uh all right speaking of uber and again i want to apologize to everybody for all the technical difficulties we have but but your patience pays off right about now 
About now. Is it not coming across? It's not coming across. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Oh, this might be the greatest day in my life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I it's, don't know. Uh, this, this stinks to high heaven. You can't hear that at all? I can't hear that at all. Wow. Wow, that's going to stink. Anyway, okay, just just pretend you can hear the music in your head. I can hear. You know what? I'll play the damn music for myself so my timing is right and I'll just I'll just punch it in later. I'll I'll do I'll edit in post as they like to say in the biz. Okie dokie. Shh. Quiet. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by anybody who knows how to fix this stuff. Uber closed the week at $44.28, up $0.82, cents, while Lyft closed the week at $55.32, down two eighty-eight. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Somebody, please save me from this. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I've already, I'm already saved. <laughs> You're you're the you're the big winner in this, aren't you? I am the huge, huge <laughs> winner in this situation. Well, 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 that's a problem. That is a problem. Oh my goodness, my goodness, oh, my goodness. I don't know what to do. Oh, oh you talk. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix I this. I think okay. Now he's gonna try to find out why. I'm gonna why oh I already uh, I already know why. I already know why you uh you monkey, 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 monkey. So, that's that's why it reset itself. Go ahead, you talk. I, I'm gonna. Uber's uh, second quarter earnings revealed greater than expected losses, in a large part due to the company's massive 250 million dollar stimulus package launched in April to incentivize drivers back into the app after the pandemic-induced shortage. <sighs> 200, you know, I tell you, as big as Uber uh, is, and as many drivers as it, as it could possibly affect, $250 million is really just, if you think about it, is really a drop in the bucket, I think. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the thing is, is they're still paying their drivers peanuts compared to what they're hauling in with the with the surge prices that they're uh, that they're charging and it's just I, the drivers have just said no thank you again it goes back to what I what I uh, said earlier about the the fact that the these drivers I don't know if they're gonna get back into the business of any kind whether it's cab whether it's limo whether it's uber or Lyft. I don't know if they're ever because other jobs are actually starting to pay a living wage. Why the hell would you want to subject yourself to 10 hours, 12 hours, more than that in, the, in some instances behind the wheel to make what the average person can make in eight hours? So it, it'll be really interesting to see what, uh, what uh, comes of this in, in the very end. I can't hear you, Ed. Whatever you're doing, I can't hear you. What? What this is? <laughs> this is this is crazy. Gaga, yeah, this, crazy. Yeah. Now I hear you. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is not good. 
This is not good. You keep talking. Yeah. You keep talking, but play a video. Play a video. Yeah. So anyways, enough of that. Listen, I want to um, I want to talk about something here with uh, the pandemic. First of all, I want to say this straight straight up. <clears throat> I want to congratulate our friend friend of the show, friend of mine, friend of Ed's, albeit long distance, Shleta mm-hmm. Brundage is deciding to uh, to uh, get the uh, vaccine finally. She's okay. been pestered. She's been pestered by me. She's been pestered by uh, she's been pestered by Ed. She's been pestered by uh, uh, people at uh, WCCO Radio. We uh, were happy to announce she is going to get the vaccine. I I can't say that it's uh, that it's none too soon. I to, the, it is getting to the point now. People, I, I I hate to say this, I hate to say say it so blasé, man, but people are literally dropping like flies from this, and there are people. There are people that, you know, that are mocking it, mocking, mocking the vaccine, uh, mocking Dr. Fauci and other uh, mm-hmm. and other doctors are mocking the science. And next week, you're they're gone. They're, I, I've seen I've got two or three different stories here uh, on my um, on my storage about people who. Uh, have uh, who have died? The ones who are uh, the Florida radio host, uh, right? Uh, you 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 probably know about this guy. I, I yeah, uh, John. I just need to do a quick uh, quick check here. Okay. Did you hear the tweet? Nope, sure didn't. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I I read about this guy, and uh, you know he. Uh, He's going to do it his way. Oh, it's all a hoax, blah, blah, blah. He contracted COVID. He's dead now. Just that quick. Another headline, an anti-vaxxer posted, glad to have COVID to prove it's nothing, dies nine days later. Yeah, it's. uh, I mean, it's a shame. It's sad. But, uh, I I, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, people just don't want to listen. I watched an, an interview on CNN earlier this week. Guy lives in rural Virginia. Oh, we don't live by anybody. We should be safe. Oh, now he's the wife is his wife has already had it, and now he's in the hospital. He says it's like he's drowning. He says it's like he's drowning. So, uh, you know, the video is too long, but there is a um, CNN. Uh, uh, Jim Acosta was doing a uh, a piece about uh, DeSantis and why not call the Delta variant variant the De- the uh, DeSantis variant? Yeah, uh, what's going on in Florida is is crazy, and I'm scared to death. You know my my family now my family is all vaccinated. Boy, I tell you that's gonna there is there, you're gonna see the proof in the pudding as far as the vaccination is concerned because. The only problem is, is that the only one that isn't vaccinated is Master Oliver. Everybody and he can't be. And he can't be yet. Um, 
I'm I'm not not to, I'm not to say the least. I'm a little worried about that, but um, it's too long of a piece to play. But if you go to go to the hill, uh, thehill.com, there's a uh, video up. I didn't get a chance to show it to Ed to even, for him to even put it on uh, the uh, website on radiotfi.com. I just jumped, I just stumbled across it just that uh, just a few minutes before we went on air. And uh, but he is. There's got to be a race between uh, between DeSantis and Abbott. Yes, yeah. Who's going to be the biggest idiot when it comes to this? Uh, Well, you know the vaccine. That's a good idea. But and even Trump's even weighing in about it. It, it, It's it's you know it's a good idea, but you know. We don't want to force anybody. We don't want to force anybody to get the vaccine. Look, hey John, while, while we're yeah. while we're talk, while we're talking about COVID and vaccines, uh-huh. I can't play it from my end because I, the, my my output sound is unreliable. If you would hit uh, zero one thirty five, the video. Oh sure, our correspondent. Yeah, our, our opposition correspondent. The opposition correspondent. Good old Brett. Here he is. If one more person tells me I should get vaccinated and wear a mask. I'm going to take these size nine Velcros and stick them right up their ass. As if regular COVID wasn't bad enough. Now they're coming out with new flavors daily, like it's Mountain Dew. And even though I don't watch the NFL anymore, fuck the NFL and go Coats. I still play Madden. And every year they release the same game, just slightly different. And that's what they're doing with COVID. All these new COVIDs, all they're doing is just updating the roster and increasing the tyranny. First, there was original COVID. Now we got Delta and Lamb. I can't tell if we're talking viruses or starting a goddamn frat house. What's next? New COVID, extra crispy COVID, oops, all COVID berries, COVID 2, COVID harder, COVID to squeak. Well, next thing you know, people are going to be out here having sex with animals. This whole Delta variant reminds me of a certain airline, and you know which one I'm talking about. Spirit Airlines. Because just like with Spirit, you people just keep crawling back to COVID no matter how bad your last experience was. Well, go ahead and keep crawling back. Because today I'm going to raise my emotional support beer to me for not wearing a mask, for not getting vaccinated, just out here not living in food. <laughs> Goddamn. Boy, Brent, as always. Oh, he's always a hoot to listen to, that's for sure. That's for sure. It, but look. By the way, can you hear the applause? No. Damn it. I'm still working on the audios for my side, kids. All oh. I can get out is me. I can't get any effects out. I can't get anything out. So, oh my God, you got some work to do. It looks like <laughs> I'm coming right up on on the uh, on this two hour break, man. On the hour one break, and uh, it's not looking promising. I'll tell you that much right now. But go ahead, you continue on. And well, now apparently, I, I, I'm just I'm kind of distraught to find out. That our own, my own home team here, the Minnesota Vikings, oh, are oh, the moron. Well, but the 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 head moron in charge. We'll get him. I'll get him in a 
second here, but the rest of them, it's still the lowest vaccinated team in the NFL. Go the NFL, yeah. The the NFL has said, okay, hey, listen, if you can't feel the team because half of them are are sick from COVID, hey, you're losing out. You're not the, ain't no, you're not going to get paid for that. Wait a second. Not only are they not going to get paid, the other team's not getting paid either. The team, well, yeah, you're not going to play. They're not going to play a game. It's going to be a forfeit, though, for the team. Yeah, but that, that's incentive to say, oh, wait a minute. You know, right now it's like, well, who cares if the Vikings don't get paid? Oh, wait a minute. I'm not getting paid either because, they, oh, that's peer pressure, baby. That's what they're trying to use there, peer pressure. Oh, absolutely. Look, you, look, you, uh, you, you steroid in, infused the, 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 Imbeciles. Is that a good Imbeciles. word? Millionaires. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, okay. Just take take the shot. How's it going to hurt you more than the, the 18 concussions you've suffered over the years, for goodness sake? That you're okay with. That you're okay. You, you run out there and let 300-pound guys step all over you. But uh, uh, yay, 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 yay. I got bigger issues. Go ahead. Keep talking. Anyways, here's, uh, here's uh, the uh, chief idiot in charge for the uh, Vikings. Go Vikes. So I'm going to be vigilant about avoiding a close contact. I've even thought about should I just set up literally plexiglass around where I sit so that this could never happen again. Um, I thought about it because I'm going to do whatever it takes. How about this moron? You just take the shot. Do whatever it takes. Apparently you're not willing to do whatever it takes because you won't do the simplest thing it takes. Well, how about how about this for you? You know, it's nice to have that whole idea of that uh, that plexiglass uh, shield around you or whatnot. Maybe when you're in team meetings, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, there football is kind of a contact sport. We bit, we bit. The gentlemen do brush by each other on occasion, just just a little bit there. And when that uh, 300 pound linebacker comes at you, you there. You, you have to really get in there and measure it with a, a very precise instruments, but they do occasionally come within six feet of each other. It's hard to see. It's hard to tell yeah. exactly when they get there, but you know, sometimes just, just not often, but I, yeah, as, as a matter of fact, as I'm coming to lay a sack on uh, Kirk cousins and I'm going <laughs> 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 like this is because I'm, yeah. I'm puffing and puffing. Yeah. Nah, not only are you going to have your, ass buried in the turf you're going to get a nice case of possibly get a nice case of COVID along with it there Just, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is these are, you know, people, I, I, these are your people i think you put up here something about uh governor murphy from uh, new jersey oh yeah 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 play that i think play he kind of summed uh, please get vaccinated Period. These folks back there have lost their mind. You've lost your minds. You are the ultimate knuckleheads. And because of what you are saying and standing for, people are losing their life. People are losing their life. And you have to know that. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Well, that's kind of summing it up, I'd say. That's uh, that's a Jersey boy for you. You know, I tell you, my our our governor Walls is kind of the same way. He's he's even going one step further. He says, "Listen, I know you people have been 
pissed off because of the the closures and the mask mandates and and all this other and all this other thing that's that has come with the um, uh, with the uh, COVID uh, situation. And he said, "Hey, just get your shots." It just means you'll be around to be able to vote me out. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Just get the shot. We want you around here. Personally, you know, as long as me and mine are safe and you want to continue to be an idiot, that's, you know, like like we've said many times, just stay out of our hospital. That's all. That's all we ask. Find a desert island somewhere. I hear Gilligan's isn't being used these days. And, uh, you know, have at it, kids and kittens. Have there at you it. Go. You, uh, uh, anyway, I got some. Did I have other stuff? I did. Uh, apropos. Oh, here, Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks and one of the sharks on Shark Tank, said this, uh, put, tweeted this. Listening to the anti-vaxxers reminds me of playing blackjack and watching someone at your table with 16 explain why they won't hit against the dealer's ace or face guard. The table's response when the dealer turns a five or lower is pretty much how vaccinated Americans feel like right now. You dummy. It's easy. Here's what you do. You, 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 you take. Uh, anyway, I can't. And, and look, Ed and I both understand there are some people who, for whatever reason, medical reason. That's different. That is a completely... And look, if medically you can't do it, then of course you can't do it. Nobody's asking anybody who's, who's uh, you know, uh, who would hurt, whose doctor has, doctors have said for whatever reason, autoimmune issues, age, whatever it may be, your doctor says don't do it, then you don't do it. But Absolutely. other than that... But other than that... You know, see, I think too many people are being cut slack because of religion, to tell you the truth. I couldn't agree more. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, r- religion is a poor excuse to, to, to do or not do anything. Actually, it's no excuse. But especially in this case, don't give me. Look, if, if, if your God doesn't want you to get the vaccine, then why did your God give it to everybody else? The uh, the virus. Yeah. 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 Let's have that philosophical dis- discussion. And by the way. And by the way, and this is the uh, the disclaimer I put on all discussions like that when I have had them. Uh, the the phrase uh, "God's," uh, we can't possibly know God's plan. That doesn't work. God works in mysterious ways. No, He doesn't. Ain't no mystery to me. If you got a God, He's got people dying that don't need to die. Well, yes. God needed them up in heaven. Let's figure out whose God is the God. Okay, there's like two hundred, two thousand religions on the planet they all have their different per- deity that they worship to and and you know what that's all fine and well but please don't impose your god on me your god wants to give me covid my i don't want it by god or anybody <laughs> else and look look we already got enough dirt on your quote unquote god your christian god okay i got his i got his other son passed out in the corner here Stinking of cigarette butts and old whiskey. So don't don't tell me and uh, and look. As far as we all, we all know, Mary was just God's side piece. <laughs> Boy, that got me in trouble one night. 
couple of years ago. I but bet. people I know. Meanwhile, oh, Rolando has been just uh, my sister. Oh, I'm sorry, Rolando. Are you here? I didn't realize I have other issues. Ed's been kind of Ed's been a little busy there, Fuzz. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, bro. I got uh, I got technical issues because I have no idea what we're going to do at the top of the hour. <laughs> it's going to be uh, it's going to be a different top of the hour where uh, it's going to be a much shorter break. Well, it, it is, as they say, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yep, 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 mm -hmm. yep, 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 yep. Oh, what else? Oh, there's also one other individual here that I uh, that I think has uh, sums it up pretty good when it comes to the uh, the vaccines here. And this is a girl that identifies herself as politics girl. Yes. Are you happy so, that I put that up there? I'm very happy. I thought you and, and now you are too. You bet your ass I am. <laughs> it's all about killing time now. It's it's, it's the race to noon. <laughs> Give this a listen. So the Delta variant is taking over America because that's how viruses work. The more people they infect, the more chance they have to learn about the human body, and the better they get at doing their job. Faster acting, more transmissible, increasingly deadly. The more people that allow the virus to take root inside them, the more chance the virus has to learn how to be a better killer. It's pretty horrifying. But unlike last year, we have a solution to this rapidly spreading deadly monster, and it's called a vaccine. Getting the vaccine is the quickest, smartest, least invasive way to protect yourself, your family, and your community from this horrible little predator that wants nothing more than to infect as many of us as possible. These vaccines are so safe and effective that our current and previous president, both who have the highest security clearance and access to the most secret information in the world, got themselves and their families vaccinated. If there was anything wrong with the vaccine, they would have known. And yet, they both went ahead and got it. It's also not a political issue no matter how much it has been politicized. As President Biden said, the vaccine was developed and authorized under a Republican. It's being distributed and administered under a Democrat. It's not left versus right, red versus blue. It's America versus the virus. And we want America to win. Donald Trump said the virus would disappear like a miracle. Well, these vaccines, they are miracles. And you don't turn your back on a miracle. Very good point. Uh, you know, I, I said in a, in a tweet uh, a couple days ago here that if Trump would have would spend as much time asking people, imploring people to get out and get the vaccination, do it however you need to do it. I don't care if you need to, uh, if you need to say a. I'm not telling you you have to do it, but you really should. If he would spend as much time with that as he does out there with all these conspiracy theories about how he was cheated on the election, I think the, I personally, I think that the uh, vaccination rate would go up, you know, 10 times, you know, 10 times what it is. Oh, it would because the very few people that like to, call other people sheep or sheeple they they do exactly what he says when he says it so i agree with you at this at this point uh trump needs to use that power that he has although because he has the power he won't use it because you know he's gonna he's gonna show us and but he's a demented man he 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 won't use his his powers for good always for evil look if he can't make a buck off it it ain't happening it just ain't happening and uh 
Oh, by the way, did you see uh, changing changing uh, subjects just a wee bit? Did you see the the video from the flight on Frontier Airlines this week? I was that the one where the, uh, the flight attendants had to duct tape uh, the guy. Anybody do the? I, I think that was fairly. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know the backstory on that so much. Okay. First off, what have I always said about duct tape? You can never go wrong with it. Duct tape oh. is useful in every – there's not a situation you can name where duct tape will not be of, of help somehow, some way. Oh, so, absolutely. So this is some uh, some whiny, entitled, rich kid, 22 years old, flying from Philly to Miami. And he he was drunk. He got into it with the flight attendants and all that. Uh, he started, he assaulted a couple of the flight attendants and then wouldn't shut his mouth. He, in the video, you know, oh, my parents have $2 million. You know what? And all that's going to go to an attorney to get you out of jail for uh, sky piracy. And in the end, now the, the, the flight was at altitude. They were, they were flying. There's no pulling over and stopping. Although I would, I agreed with the many people that said, just toss them off the plane at that point. Out you go. See ya. <laughs> Parachute optional. Parachute optional. So when they land in Miami, this, this little punk is arrested. And what did Frontier do? They suspended the flight crew. They said, without- I remember hearing that now. Yeah. So, so they suspend the, and I can't imagine this is going to go well. I, I look, I won't fly Frontier. I had, I've flown them a couple of times, and it wasn't a pleasant experience. But look, I'm with the flight crew on this one. You got to figure out somehow to restrain this guy. Clearly, no air marshal on the flight mm-hmm. to assist. So they've got to do what they've got to do. Okay, you've got to secure the safety of all on board. Suppose this guy gets nutty, run up, you know. He could have easily brought that plane down. A flight attendant's main job is not about serving you coffee. It's about the safety of the passengers and the aircraft. Absolutely. They they do the other stuff because they're there. But uh, safety and and protocols and all that, that is their main job. Now, we have have some exclusive content. A spokesperson from Frontier Airlines is going to help explain... uh, Exactly what happened in their position on the on the flight crew and their suspension. This, this is Blair Erskine. Thank you for having me. You know, here at Frontier, we say we have low fares and high customers, and that is especially true when you're on a flight to Florida, which is where the plane was going. So we can't say we are surprised by the events that transpired. Um, you know, the thing about the skies is that they are lawless. There are no laws up there. Um, and therefore, there are no laws on our planes when they are in the sky. Our pilots are not licensed <laughs> because they do not have to be because they are in the sky where there are no laws. Um, so anything can happen when you get on one of our flights. You know, we were just glad everyone made it back safely. Um, and that's what we always see here at Frontier. When a plane lands, we go, oh, thank God, you know, because we're Frontier Airlines and we don't really know what's going on. Um, I will say that the flight attendants are heroes um, and that is why we suspended them so they can get a little break. Um, it is unpaid, but uh, it's nice to have a little break, a little self-care time um, because whew, it's, it's rough up there. And there you go. That's uh, <laughs> She's actually a very funny comedian and she does these kind of things all the time, but I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I think she's hilarious, and I think Frontier is a piece of crap airline. the the only The only thing that keeps Frontier 
as a possible potential for me to fly on is the fact that spirit still exists. Oh my God. Do you hear the, all the problems that spirits going through? Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida is their corporate headquarters. Well, that explains a lot in its own it right. Does, and, and believe me, we saw a lot of pretty much every video you ever see of people fighting at a, at a spirit gate is from Fort Lauderdale. I, that's no joke. That is no joke. I, I wish, I wish I was making that up. I really, truly do. Uh, by the way, I'm guessing when I played the video, the sound came through. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I got that yeah, going for me. On your end. <laughs> on my end. <laughs> That, that, so, <laughs> did it come through on the radio TFI end? Well, who knows? Who knows? We're uh, we're flying by the seat of our pants here today. I, I, I'm thinking about for the second hour, just opening the window and yelling the show out the window. That, that might, might be, be uh, that might be the best show we've ever made. With, with <laughs> we, we we might we might have to uh, barrel through all the construction on the uh, on the 337 floors here at the radio TFI Executive Tower. Go up to the roof. And uh, and shout out the show from there. It's, there you uh, go. We're we're having massive talks right now. There's uh, executives in and out, buzzing in and out behind me. It's uh, exactly. it's, quite a, it's quite a thing. It's quite a thing. Uh, we uh, well, let's. I, I'd say it's time. It's okay. always a good time for uh, for Keith Olbermann, wouldn't you say? I never. There's never a bad time for Keith Olbermann. Let's uh, let's have Keith get us kick us off for the next little topic. When you hear the leader of the Republicans in the House, the arrogant fascist who already believes he is destined to become speaker, say, quote, I want you to watch Nancy Pelosi hand me that gavel. It'll be hard not to hit her with it. When you hear him say that and then hear a fascist rally roar with applause and delight and laughter, do you ever ask yourself what I have asked myself for years, namely, are they all buzzed? I don't necessarily mean illegal recreational drug use, cocaine and such, looking at you, Junior. I mean painkillers. The misogyny and the violence are baked in. They are now, as my friend John Dean so perfectly put it, conservatives without conscience. But the newish Republican idea that the rules and the laws don't apply to them or that they'll get away with it or that nobody will notice or that later they can lie and deny and say, I was joking, that is the precise side effect of opioid use. This is not to minimize addiction, nor is it to excuse fascism. But Rush Limbaugh lived on OxyContin. His housekeeper helped him obtain enough to take 30 a day. When Kevin McCarthy followed his fantasy of violence against the Speaker of the House by saying he was, quote, obviously joking as if that made things better, didn't he sound like Limbaugh? The way Trump sounds like Limbaugh? Wouldn't that explain Giuliani, Gates, Trader Green, half the people on Fox News? The irony, of course, is that these are the same people keeping half of America from getting a drug that would actually help them and help, you know, mankind. And by the way, the solution to the vaccine slackers is not what you may think. A new study by the Kaiser Foundation says 9% would be likelier to get jabbed in exchange for a $20 food coupon and 14% for $100 in cash. But 40% of them would be more likely to get vaccinated if it were required in order to go to large gatherings like ball games. 41% if vaccinations were required to fly. So it's the stick that works, not the carrot. 
But of course, what would really get this done is if we make it mandatory and we convince the anti-vaxxer fascists that the shot also gets you buzzed. There you go. There you go. Now, now you're talking. Just put just a, just maybe just put something in that. Just a, I don't know. You know, I failed in science class, but maybe just a little drop of something there that might just get you uh, just get you a well. No, he makes a very point. makes a very valid point. The stick works better than the carrot. Yeah. If if people now can't, first off. I don't understand what, what the big deal about having a, a vaccine passport is. You already have one. You can't get into school as a kid without having all your vaccinations. Well, that uh, that brings up a good question. Because uh, there are still people who are saying, well, I'm not going to get my kid. I'm not going to have my kid get the vaccination to go to school. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, don't you have to have, don't you have to be vaccinated against all these other Right. Well, that that's another issue that's been going on for years and years and years is all these people that claim vaccinations cause autism and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just a bunch of crazies. And this this is not helping the, the case. But those those loony bins aside, you do have to, you know, to register your kid at school. They've got to get all their vaccinations. You know, uh, we may or may not. We didn't have them because we got the diseases as kids. Uh, ask anybody who who's contracted polio recently. Oh wait, nobody has, because we vaccinated the, the living crap out of polio, and it's gone. It is gone. Uh, so many diseases we vaccinated the living crap out of. Uh, I, I just want to circle back to Keith Keith Oberman for a second. He mentioned in his piece about oh, like Kevin McCarthy. I'd like to hit her with the gavel. I'm just joking. Why is it? that they all get away with saying, I'm just joking. And yet Kathy Griffin, who, by the way, had surgery. She's got lung cancer. She had half a lung removed this week. Uh, Why is it she can't get away with I'm just joking? Why is it her life was turned upside down? Right. Why? Whether you like what she did or not, whether you think it was in poor taste or not, now she had the full weight of the federal government fall down on her. The full weight. She was on a no-fly list. She was Secret Service at her door. Oh, man, everything this woman went. And by the way, she's back on tour now. She's filming a TV show. Good for you, Kathy. You stood up to those nitwits. Uh, And and she managed to get through it. Uh, But, yeah, I'm just joking. Boy, we we don't even pull that stunt here. And, and, well, mainly because it's not that we're joking. It's just we just don't know what we're talking about. I was just going to say, hell, I'd like to – I'd like to hit Kevin McCarthy over the head with my Louisville slugger that I still got in the closet. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a heads up. <laughs> yeah, just a heads up for our stations up and down the line. We will not be having our normal uh, end of end of hour one music cue today because I can't. Uh, but we'll, uh, you'll know because I'm going to say we're, John, you'll know when it's time to go because I'm just going to say we're going. It's time to go. Yeah, well, that, 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 that's a hell of an idea. Why haven't we thought of that before? Because where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in that? I can't time that like I can the usual outro. That's on a timer, man. It boom, it kicks in. You know what to say at that point. I got you trained in a Pavlov's dogs. Ed's co-host. You, you, don't, you don't have shit. 
You don't We're, have anything trained. <laughs> no, when that when that break music starts playing, you pretty much come to a screeching halt. And okay, we'll be back in hour two. Blah blah blah. We're going to take a short break, and out you go. I don't have to say a word to you. You just do it. Why? Because I've trained you to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just because it's the same thing to do. You ain't trained. Yeah. Didly. <laughs> All right, fine. That's fine. Well, anyway, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. That's assuming that the phone lines are up. Yikes. <laughs> Well, the phone lines are up, whether or not they're working or not. Hey, call in. It, it's it's hit or miss today. It's hit or miss day here on Radio TFI. God only knows. God only knows. Boy, it's going to take Doctor Ed hours of surgery to piece this thing together today. I'll tell you what. I'll be I'll be here for you, sunshine. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, we didn't get to talk about my car. We'll talk about that in hour two. We talk about that in hour two. Absolutely. We had some other things here. Uh, some yeah. other cute little. Uh, biddy or ditties and biddies and all that other happy ditties stuff. Ditties and, uh, and biddies and uh, you name it, and we got it. And we're gonna, we're we're gonna. I don't know what we're gonna do, honestly. Although, oh, we'll uh, figure out something. Something I got, else we want to talk about, and we're gonna give well, you a little bit of a tease here. Well, go ahead because I got I got a bit I want to play before we go out. Okay. Uh, in hour number two, I do want to talk about a situation that happened in <clears throat> Michigan, of all places, where uh, a young black man, I shouldn't say young, he's in his 40s. Uh, a realtor, me. Yeah, well, this is true. A realtor showing a house. Guess what? Guess what? Ha- you can only guess what happens oh, next. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, me, me. Me, me. Uh, what? Alex, I'll, I'll I'll take overreacting neighbors for two hundred, please. Well, that's part of it, absolutely. Yeah, but we'll uh, we'll cover a little bit more about that in hour number two. What else did you uh, have here? I want to play uh, Uncle Walter, America's newsman. The following is broadcast at the request of our hardworking secretaries, in the hope of stemming a tidal wave of telephone calls and letters. It seems strangely that there's some concern that the wind-blown, sun-bleached look with which a television newsman returned from his vacation has set loose a spate of speculation that he's now sporting a wig. This really wouldn't matter to the correspondent himself, except for the suggestion by some letter writers that a man who hid his baldness under a rug couldn't be trusted to tell the news as it is. That hurts. Well, the secretaries ask us to assure the writers that that is the correspondent's real hair. Daughters are invited to ask themselves, what nut would wear a hairpiece that looked like that? And that's the way it really is. Monday, August 3rd, 1970. This is Walter Cronkite, CBS News. Good night. I, I I miss old Uncle Walter. No, you don't. I do, too. You do not, either. You know what's uh, nice uh, about him is, is that you didn't know his politics. You never really knew. I didn't what care. His I, was I was eleven. Oh yeah, we were kids. We didn't. You're right. We didn't. But I mean, even watching uh, some clips of uh, right. his news reports, you know. And, it's, and by and by, by the way, Mister Right on Time, you have one minute. I have one minute. Well, I less than that. My- I, I can finish my thought on this. Okay. Uh, and look, 
there are it, you got your Fox News of the world, you got your MSNBCs of the world. You know where their you know where their their politics are. There, there's no doubt about it. But I still I still think uh, listening to you know your four, five, nine, and eleven, if you will, you know your ABC, NBC, CBS, <clears throat> and your their anchors. Their anchors are pretty straight down the line, and I. Uh, whoever wants to call them the mainstream media or whatever, give it up. Give it a rest. 15 seconds. Well, in that case, it's time to uh, say bye-bye here for our number one. We'll, we'll, we will be back shortly. Bye. Say bye-bye. On the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. found the taxi stand hour on radio tfi join the conversation you can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standar. from a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. <laughs> Manamana Manamana
Hello? Okay, just a second. It's for you. The question is, what is a manamana? The question is, who cares? <laughs> it's John. Shannon. Very good. Thank you. Hey, hey, good, uh, uh, good improvision there. I, I will give you the credit. So now I remember that from the seventies. Now am I, am I totally off with that? Or no, no, no you're not. No, you're not. It's, or actually, it might have been. I, I don't remember now if it was even. Might have even late been late sixties. No, it wasn't. You're you're dreaming now. The Muppets have done. Uh, that, that's not an original song by the Muppets. That's there's a whole backstory to that song, but they have now done that at least four or five times on different incarnations mm -hmm. of the show. Uh, I think they even did it on Sesame Street. I could be wrong about that. But oops! Oh my goodness! It's it's the executive board is showing up to shut us down. They're there. The cops are there to shut us down. The revolution has begun. We're going to lock ourselves in in the station here. Here he is. Uh, there he, he is. Has, he has the answers now. I can't hear him. He, well, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he I'll, says I'll, he can't. He can't hear you. Hold on, just a second. Oh, I can hear him. Uh, where I can, can where hear you. you. We have Hello. our special correspondent. Hi, Oliver. It's Master Oliver, the, the chief executive of Radio TFI. John, let him set him up so he can hear. Okay, Bless hold on just a second. Hi, okay. Oliver. How are you today? How are you? I'm great. How are you, pal? Speak into the microphone. Speak into the microphone. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Speak into the microphone. Hi. Hi, that's hi, hi Oliver. What you do today, pal? What'd you do? Um, Did you go to the park? Um, what'd you the, What'd you have for breakfast? Um, do the indoor park. The indoor park. Don't cool. be trying to corrupt this young man's mind here. I'm at. See, John can't hear me, so I, there's no point in me uh, me answering. But it was good to see you, pal. Always good to see you. I'm happy every time you come in. You can come in any time you like and say hello. Okay. 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 Thank you, buddy. You can give the headphones back now. Thank you. Okay, buddy. See you later. Have fun. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, that's Master Oliver. Yeah, please. The chief executive of Radio TFI. Nothing gets done without his say-so. Exactly. He is so big now. He is so big. It seems like just yesterday he was a little peanut. Mm. Just to hold him like a little loaf of bread. Oh my god! How about god. that? Now he'll eat a loaf of bread. Pretty much. Won't be long. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, you were telling the people who we were and why we're here. Oh, is that what? Uh, I'm still four years. I have no clue why we're here. But uh, well, that's. Uh, but you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI uh, streaming network. 
as I look back behind me here, Master Oliver is trying to hide behind a vacuum cleaner. Oh, well, then uh, let him do his thing. We'll uh, we'll deal with him when we... Uh... <laughs> Close the door, please, Oliver. Uh, not, not, our, our station security is right on top of things. Nobody gets in without us saying so, unless, of course, you've got two, two arms and two legs, and then everybody gets in. Uh, <laughs> hey, it was radio. the highlight of the show in my, in my opinion. There's no question. We'll be, we'll just play that on a loop for the next couple of weeks, because I don't think I'll be able to play anything else. This is just, uh, uh, never mind. I'm well, not going to get into it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into it. So uh, I'm lost. I'm lost. Where are we? Hi, lost. I'm John. Nice to meet Hi, you. Hi, how are you? It's uh, it's been a pleasure. It's uh, <laughs> Ed Van Ness, the 83rd Congress. How are you? Uh, there you go. Uh, well, listen. There's uh, I, I did have a story here I wanted to to uh, talk about about um, oh, a young man in Michigan. Me. Yes. Uh, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try out my reading skills here. So uh, 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 please, everybody, uh, buck a, it, buck it can only go get, downhill from here. Let's put it, that it way. can only go uphill from here. For God's sake, if you've got duct tape, have somebody duct tape you into your seat because you will want to go running, screaming down the hall, naked with your hair on fire. Which, exactly. as you can see, I've done before. Mm. And when a black see. real estate agent glanced out of the window of a house he was showing and saw a police officer circling the property with his gun drawn, he was afraid there was a fugitive in the yard. This is kind of a nice house, but there's a criminal outside, Eric Brown said, as he thought to himself when he saw the officer. At the time, he was giving Roy Thorne and the man's 15-year-old son, Sammy, a tour of a Wyoming, Michigan home. He's not going to buy this house now, Brown worried. However, he grew less concerned about making a sale and more concerned with staying safe when he noticed a second officer behind a tree making hand gestures. Before the afternoon was over, police officers would order the trio out of the home and place them in handcuffs. So... I won't need. I don't. I, I think I've drawn the picture here for. You. I don't think I need to read anymore. So you'll spare you of that. But yeah. So yeah, there you go. Showing a house. This happens to be a a black man who just you know, there. Believe it or not, there are black realtors mm. out there, and he's showing a house which look by all uh, by all. Uh, uh, by all sin, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It sure it was in a seemingly white neighborhood. Let's just put it that way. Hmm. And now there is one caveat with this. Apparently, there was a a vagrant there a couple of weeks prior who wound up getting into the house and was um, basically doing what vagrants do. And so that that justifies guns drawn. Yeah, well, there you go. It, 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 yeah, that that's that's the case. That's the why is it the why is it that you that police have to automatically go into a situation like that with guns drawn? 
ready to shoot when you're in, you know, I don't know if they'd have done the same. I can't, I, I don't know what the, what the, what the standard is or what their operating procedures are in, in that uh, little Mayberry town in Michigan. But, but it just seems that just because there happened to be black people there, that they were all too willing to have guns drawn and ready to ready for the worst. Heaven forbid, you know, one of these individuals uh, made the wrong reach someplace, reached in a pocket or, or did whatever that could have gone way worse in a hurry. Now, John, does the story indicate whether the uh, prospective buyers were white, black, or otherwise? They were black as well. As a oh, matter well, of fact. Well, there you go. There were three of them. My, my God. Uh, why wouldn't uh, you go in guns drawn? Yeah. Now, I'm sure that it was, and the best part about this was that the, um, the, the gentleman showing the house, uh, Eric Brown, the, he he knew the drill. He, he first off, he checked the doorbell. He, you know, went in the little, the little key safe that they have hanging from the right. door, which should have given the cops some sort of a clue. Like the for sale sign outside. Yeah. That could have been, 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 been a part of it too. All the doors were wide open. Lights were on. He turned on every light in the house. You know, he didn't want to leave anything. There was nothing. He, he did wanted to leave nothing to chance. Excuse me. Yet the cops, cops were there. Cops were there. Guns drawn. It, uh, it just. It's bad enough that the guns were drawn, but clearly a simple explanation still required them to handcuff. Three people, including a fifteen-year-old. And yeah, I, uh, I don't get that. I don't get that for a minute. Why the hell? Why did? You know, besides having guns drawn, why the hell did they have to be cuffed? How long would it have taken to uh, ascertain who they were? Oh, oh look, exactly. there, there's my picture on the sales brochure. There's my picture on the sign for sale. Here's my business card. Yeah. So, but we got to be we got to be handcuffed here. Yeah. In connection with that, I I stumbled. There's somewhat related here. I stumbled across this video of a student. I believe it's a high school student who gives a brilliant explanation of the Confederate flag. The first young man you'll see is apparently uh, they're in class, and the first young man is, I believe, stating why it should be okay to fly the flag in public, the Confederate flag. Watch the whole thing. It is fascinating. It is fascinating. Flag, like, what it's, like, how the war started, it's kind of evolved into, like, a racial thing when really it was not started as a racial thing at all. And I think that, like, it should absolutely be flown, like, okay. like publicly. Any other opinions as far as agreeing with him or disagreeing with him? Okay, Mr. Justice. You do have a right to fly it. I do not think it should be flown on public property, like in front of a state house. You can also fly it at protests. But he mentioned misconceptions. There are no misconceptions about that flag. The flag that we see today is not actually the Confederate flag. 
The Confederate flag is similar to that of the United States. It has a blue upper right-hand corner with seven stars in a circle, two red stripes, and in the middle a white stripe. The flag we see today is an interpretation of a Confederate battle flag. And the interpretation went up in the 1960s, around the time the Civil Rights Movement started, and to the point where it's not racially motivated. Then how come it's a symbol for so many groups like the KKK and the National Socialist Movement, who, as you all probably know, have white supremacist and neo-Nazi ideologies? Also, I find it ironic that people claim to be patriots when they fly that flag. The Confederates stabbed the Union in the back. They shot first. They murdered 500,000 American soldiers. And they argued that it was because of states' rights. I ask, states' rights to do what? What were we considering getting rid of at the time? Not guns. We weren't trying to raise taxes. It was slavery. We were trying to stop the expansion of slavery to the West. The Southern aristocracy panicked and left the Union. They said, we are not Americans. We are from the South, so we're starting our own country. And then they proceeded to launch numerous terrorist attacks against the Union, shooting at Fort Sumter, murdering 200 people in Lawrence, Kansas. Fascinating, isn't it? Yes, he very well well spoken young man. Absolutely. What I what I really enjoyed was how confident he was in what he was saying. Well, sure. This was this wasn't him just parroting facts from a book. He's actually delved into this, and he mm -hmm. he knew his stuff. And um, I'm he not. I'm not. A truth. He knew stuff that I had no idea. I had no. No, I was going to say he. He. I was like, whoa! I don't claim to be any expert, but I'll tell you the first thing: I didn't know the flag we see today was not the actual Confederate flag. I had no idea because if you see movies and you see other depictions, mm -hmm. it seems to me they're using that flag. Could be. Well, but it was, it was, it makes sense. It was a battle flag. There you go. So, yeah. And we got, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, I would just, we were, I, I, you know, when watching that, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, they're, 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 I think it's incredibly important in how history is taught. And and forget this revisionist stuff. About, you know, let let's just let's just tell the truth about the history. You know, this country, this country, did fight for for good, but we also have done some over the years. We've done some pretty pretty crappy things. Oh, not us. And I, I think that if you're going to teach history, you have to teach history. You have, you have, especially when it comes to this nation's history. Right. But remember, John, history, like all textbooks, are written from the point of view, the perspective, if you will, as you like to say, of the, uh, writer. Of the author. Yeah. So if the author has a particular viewpoint, He's going to write it on that slant. Mm -hmm. There's no definitive, I mean, facts. First off, from the 17th, 18th, 19th century, we can only go by historical records written by people at the time and whatever their viewpoints happen to be. 
and we have True. to sort through all that. Granted, nowadays we have uh, a gazillion hours of audio and video of all these events, but again, it depends on how you package it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you put a couple a couple of words, uh, the the right words, and a voiceover on a video, you change the whole meaning of it. Right. You show one angle as opposed to another, and it has a completely different. Uh, it, it shows a completely different viewpoint. You know, look at it this way. Look at how how American Indians, Native Americans were were depicted. They were depicted as savages, mm-hmm. and all they were doing was their best life. Yeah. And trying to protect their land, trying to trying to protect what they had. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. They weren't bothering anybody. They weren't, you know. Uh, they even were okay moving, making a little space for the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Okay, you know, we'll uh, we'll clear a little space out for you for that. And next thing you know, they get, they get moved over a couple of mountain ranges, and uh, they're they're stuck on a plot of desert land out in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh yeah no we've we've been horrible we've been horrible uh um as far as all that goes i mean we've done some good stuff don't misunderstand me we uh but for the most part i mean not for the most part but let's not uh discount the fact that we've uh we've put our foot in it a couple of times absolutely very 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 true We've got we've got one more little piece of video. This, this 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 is my favorite. She's my favorite. I've heard stories. I've heard rumors that she is going to be moving on. Eventually, I guess eventually could mean another year and a half, two years for all I know. But uh, hopefully, by then you would have learned to spell her last name correctly. Yeah. Well. What can it's I say? P-S-A-K-I. I know I was in a hurry when I put that up. That's just between you. And while the president may not be taking a vacation, he is in Delaware, and it's a, a place that he goes often on the weekends. Why is it important for the president to visit his Delaware residence so frequently? Because it's his home. You like going home, right? So does the president. He's human, too. I love that. It's his home. Well, I don't... I have no idea who asked that question. I do. Tell me, it's, please. It's gonna, whatever you were about to say, it's going to change it completely. It was from somebody from Newsmax. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And yet, of course, the following question, the follow-up question would be, well, then why did Trump like to go golfing every weekend? I mean, it's the same question. It's the same question. Biden goes to Delaware. It's basically, you know, they don't have to take the helicopter if they don't want to or however they go. You know, but he is the president. But it's not costing nearly as much uh, as Trump going to one of one of his golf resorts and charging the government out the nose, not only for the expense of getting him there and protecting him, but overcharging for rooms and golf carts and you name it. And he's just making money every time he takes that travel. He took that traveling show somewhere. And uh, Biden goes to his house. What's the big deal? He wore a tan suit the other day. Oh, oh no! Oh yeah, you remember? Remember how, how they lost their crap when when Obama did it? Oh and, yes. By the way, happy birthday, President Obama! Turned sixty yeah. this week. Uh, 
And they were going nutty about that. Is, too. He, is he 60? He, he was the first president that I was older than. Still the only president. I thought he was like my age, maybe a, maybe a six, six, eight months older than me. And then I found out he was actually younger than me. And it hurt. It hurt. Because that was my first. It was like the first time I found out I was older than the Playboy Centerfold. It just hurt. <laughs> you just never think these things are going to happen to you. And lo and behold, it happened to me. Now I get presidents younger than me. Uh, well, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama is the first uh, uh, first lady that's younger than me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Thanks for taking my point and my, my my thing there and just riding it right into the ground. Well, suffering, suffering, Let's talk about my car. What do you say? Let's talk about my car. Let's talk about your car. I did send you the pictures, didn't I? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. So my car, my minivan, my my 2012 uh, Chrysler Town and Country has essentially been parked in front of my my building for. Low these many weeks because I don't need it. I'm driving a, a production van right now. I take it home, so I don't need my vehicle. I have been uh, just eating the once-a-week ticket I get for not moving it during street cleaning time. And I've also been looking for someplace to park it. You know, I would even pay a lot because because the, the tickets were, were going to cost me about $230, uh, $230 a month Uh so if I could find a place for a couple of hundred bucks a month, and then I just wouldn't have to worry about it. So the other day, uh, I guess Wednesday, I was not far from my place, and I got a call from my brother who has the apartment two floors above. He says, oh, I think you might want to get over here. I said, why? He says, uh, somebody, uh, somebody hit your van. Oh, boy. And he says, well, the good news is they left their information. Okay, that's good news. And uh, then he says, do you park with your wheels turned or straight? I said, always straight. He says, well, they're turned now to the right. Like, so I make my way over there, and I'm looking at the damage. Now, the front cover, the bumper cover, and the grill, which is kind of all one piece, got knocked off. And honestly, there's no real damage there couple of clips, couple of pins. There's a there's a, a a little scrape just behind the wheel well on the driver's side. And clearly what happened is this car hit the the tires, hit the wheels. And he must have done it at a good clip. I called the guy, "Oh, I lost control." Okay, whatever. I he, I got his information, his insurance info and all that. So that wasn't an issue. I'm looking at the car and I'm more than a little upset because somebody hit my car. My brother keeps saying, what are you so upset about? He left his info. I said, but he hit my car. I'm, I'm, I couldn't get him to understand that. You know, he says, well, do you think it's drivable? I said, I don't care. The wheels got knocked from straight on to like a 45-degree angle. So... I wasn't going to drive it. Not, not in any, I I've seen this too many times, you know, because I owned all those cars. I had guys hit curbs and I actually have seen this accident before um, where a parked car gets hit in the wheels. Long story short, I got a hold of Geico. That's another story in and of itself. <laughs> uh, and it boiled down to 
well, you can go through us, and I've got a thousand dollar deductible. Fortunately, even though the car is paid off, I kept the collision on it. So, mm -hmm. or you can go through theirs, and I'm like, yeah. His his insurance company is something called American Transit, and I missed it. I missed it the first uh, first couple times I looked at it. Uh, and it finally said, I finally looked on it, uh, and it said, this is an insurance certificate for four higher passenger vehicles. And it's a 2021 Chevy. The guy never said it was a taxi, so I got to presume it was an Uber car. Not that it matters. So I opted to go with with Geico. I said, "You'll, I'll pay the $1,000 deductible. You folks will fight the other insurance company down the line. I'll get, I'll get a check. It'll be like a little surprise. I'll get a thousand dollar deductible back a refund. And she said, Oh yeah, we're well, already. It's a hundred percent, not your fault because your vehicle was parked. It couldn't possibly be my fault. So the, Oh, and I also had the problem of the next day, uh, they were going to be repaving my street. So I had to have the vehicle out of there regardless. I had to have it moved by 6 a.m. Uh, bit of a bit of a problem with the tow company. We finally got it. Got it towed to my mechanic, who fortunately can do the body work as well. I stop by and I see him the next morning. Uh, he tells me he had to move it about 30, 40 feet. And he says, I said, how did it ride? He says, not good. Not good. Now, the insurance adjuster was supposed to be there. The other day, he never showed. He's coming on Tuesday. Fine. I've already uh, discussed it with my, my mechanic. I said, uh, you can take your time. I've got till December 17th. <laughs> so I've got the other vehicle. I have no need for this one right now. So, you know, take your time. There's no rush. He hasn't put it up on the lift yet. But if you would have said, picture you're, you're parking your car with the wheels straight ahead. And then you come back, and they're turned at a 45-degree angle. This is what's concerning me. If you've ever tried to turn your wheels without power steering, you'll have some indication of how much force was used to do this. And remember, the vehicle wasn't moving, so there was no help on this. Here's what's concerning me is that, A, the massive front-end damage underneath. Frame damage, the front-end parts, and also this is where your engine and your transmission meetup uh, is a very good chance they may just total this out, which will be a flying shame because everything up top is beautiful. It's gorgeous. My van is in great shape. Uh, if they total it, I, I did a I did a Kelly Blue Book check last night. My vehicle in the condition it's in, eh, I might get seven to, seven to ten grand on it, which I'm not expecting, but. Uh, and then if that happens, I'll just wait until after Christmas, buy another car. And that's, I think, I think I've lost John here. No, 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 I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. You seem, you seem to be. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely listening. I'm just. Comments, I, questions? No, I'm, I'm following along. I will have a couple before. I'm done. Like I'm done. That's oh, it. You're done. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but that's all, folks. So time. yeah, exactly. When you're when you hit a vehicle that's parked at that force, you're able to turn the 
turn the wheels, we say about 45 degree angle. Oh, at least. Well, you've seen the picture. John has seen the picture. That's actually, I was going to hunt down the pictures and put one up real quick, but uh, I I got uh, I got waylaid a little bit, but right. nonetheless. Uh, anyways, no, it. I, I don't understand the logic and how you think that would be okay to try to drive it somewhere after that. Well, that's... I, I, I but, don't, by I the don't way, he... He, he he had a different point of view the next day after talking one, to one of our other brothers who has had the same thing happen, was in an accident, who had massive frame damage and, and all that. Once he spoke to him, then, okay, then, then it was plausible that I said it. Forget the fact that, you know, all, all, the, all the cars I've owned over the years and yada, yada, yada and all that. Uh, but anyway, it's neither here nor there. I knew. I knew that I wasn't going to drive it. I knew the forces that were there and uh, all that. Mike, oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, thank you, uh, Rolando. Um, we'll get to that in a moment. So anyway, again, I'm waiting. Even if we do the repair, I got to imagine it's going to be a couple of weeks anyway, because parts are. Uh, he was telling me uh, all the all the uh, parts places are, are just you know they're skimping out on parts, so you got to order stuff, and it's mm -hmm. you know again not in a rush, but uh, it's going to be very interesting and a bit scary to find out exactly what's going on under there. We don't mm -hmm. know yet. We just don't know. Uh, based on what my mechanic told me again, I, I, I'm, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, well, like you mentioned, it could also, you could also have some, you know, cause right in there where there were the impact was, you're talking about the engine, the tranny, and right. you know, right. what, uh, I, I'm not all, so concerned I about, good, I hope he gives it a real good inspection all the way through oh i believe that there's no question in my mind remember the adjuster is going to look at it as well uh it's not so much the transmission or the engine themselves that i'm concerned about it's where they all meet because the impact and again the impact was pretty pretty and he he basically just did it right on the wheel he dead centered it boom right on the wheel again except for about a four inch or so gash on the on the body, which is, which is nothing. It's nothing. Uh, and he had to been driving like a bat out of hell to make that kind of damage, to do that kind of damage. The, too, the, ro the road was in poor shape because they had milled it a couple of weeks ago in preparation for fresh asphalt. Mm -hmm. So it was, it's been a piece of crap to drive on for the past couple of weeks. It's been, I won't even, I wasn't even riding my bike on it. I would stay on the sidewalk, go to one of the side streets and, uh, but you know, people, people hit the gas. Was it raining? Was it, uh, was no, it no, no, no. He just drove like an idiot. That's all. I don't even know which direction he was coming from. I don't care. I, I I'm care. guessing he was probably heading, heading in the same direction as your car was facing. That's, that's what I think too. He says he lost control, but I'm like, whatever, dude, you didn't lose control. There's no way to lose control. You lose control because you're going too damn fast. 
That's how you well, lost there, control. There, there's always that. My, I live about, about 20 feet from the traffic light. And people are always uh, trying, to, trying to beat that light. And again, we had construction. You got, you know, the, the road's a mess. So uh, let his, I'm going to let his insurance company. He doesn't even own the car. So the, guy that, so the guy that owns the car, they can all deal with that. They're insu- again, I decided not to fight their insurance company because it's one thing if I say it's okay to take your time. I don't want an insurance company dragging their ass where I got to fight them every step of the way. I don't want to fight them every step of the way. No. That's what I paid Geico for. They're going to get it fixed, and then they'll go after uh, American Transit Insurance, whoever the heck they are. And uh, and that's where we stand right now. Uh, it, and it's a shame. I, I love that van. I love that van. Did they, did, I, did they say what type of vehicle it was? Just a 2021 Chevy. That's all I know. Oh, you don't know if it was a Suburban or you don't know if it was a... He, uh, he he never said it to me. It's not on the insurance. Surprisingly, it's not. Just a, just a year. The year in the make. I'm sure I could... I'm sure I could look it up somehow, some way, which mm-hmm. I might do. Uh, I've got the VIN number. I'm sure I can... Eh, talk for a minute, John. That's a good question. Well... Keep the people because I'm looking. I'm 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 looking at the fact. Okay, you know a Chevy Malibu, and like again, unless you're driving like a bat out of hell, you're not going to do that type of damage. I mean, and he oh, you oh, you'd be surprised. Oh, oh, you John, you have not been as at as many accident scenes as I have. You've not dealt with as much, and I'm not saying that to show off. I'm, that's just a fact. Uh, I, I have been through this more times than I care to think about. Uh, I got, matter of fact, I got pretty good at, uh, at, at demystifying, solving the mystery of what the heck happened here. Uh, I learned so a few I'm just things. Beginning, what I, what I'm, I'm just beginning to wonder if it wasn't a larger vehicle. Maybe he wasn't an Uber driver. Maybe he was a... Uh, Maybe it was a Chevy Suburban or one of those luxury. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out right now. I, it's um, I just uh, my goodness, it just I, I wish we had the pictures to put up there, but they just, he just ripped the front end completely clean off. Uh, he didn't rip the front end off more than the impact knocked it off. Well, because there's uh, no there's no other damage on the front. It's just the impact. Because that's all held in by clips. It's all held in by clips. Um, so, uh, what am I looking for here? So I wonder if what he actually hit. Yeah, I, I, I. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna wean off of this while you're uh, while you're looking uh, for your information there. Rolando mentioned the whole uh, uh, the my pillow guy symposium here uh coming up yes uh look in my opinion the guy is a joke so i've i haven't paid a whole lot of attention i came across a video where he was doing a a cnn interview uh everything you know he was showing he was showing the cnn uh the the guy who was doing the interview he was showing them 
uh, showing him different documents and different things. And, you know, they're not going to take whatever Mike Lindell says as gospel, as gospel. Thank you. They're going to do their own investigating. They're going to go and, and talk to, uh, to people who are experts in this line. One of the things I thought was was funny was that Lindell continues to claim that the uh, voting machines were somehow hacked by China. Now, uh, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you there for a second, John. We we have our answer. It's a okay. 2021 Chevrolet Bolt electric vehicle. No way. I told you, it doesn't have to be a big car. No way. <laughs> if it's moving at 50 miles an hour, it's going to do some damage. Okay, I guess you, that, that well, therein lies that, too. I'll tell you what, if I hit you with my bicycle at 15 miles an hour, you think I'll do damage to you? Of course, I your ass off the bicycle first. <laughs> oh, oh, I almost did that the other day. I, I was talking to somebody. We were on a set and uh, on the street on location, and I... I I put my arm out and they said, I literally came within millimeters of clothes, clothesline in this guy. I was standing on some stairs on a trailer and uh, I put my arm out and I almost took this poor kid right out. Oh my God. Anyway. So uh, yeah, Mike, Mike Lindell, his, his new addiction is, uh, is Trump is this. He will piss away his money soon enough. There's a part of me that, uh, that uh, would almost feel sorry for him, and I, I just got rid of that part just as I uh, went to the bathroom during the break. So, uh, no Ooh, can, here. yeah, can we talk about a tweet I put out, a reply that got got a, just, a, a some mileage? Just, just one. Just hold that thought for just one second. I'm, I'm holding it. Okay. So, anyways, Lindell saying. That these uh, these voting machines were hacked by China. Well, now I, I don't claim to be a uh, any type of uh, IT guy or anything like that. I mean, I've been called it plenty of times, but I'm not an mm-hmm. IT guy. Um, don't doesn't your doesn't your machine have to be connected to the internet in order in order for it to be hacked? Stop! Now you're just making sense. Stop. Let's not look, John. How many times have I said this? Let's not cloud the issue with the facts. Okay, you you just who are you going to believe, me or your lion eyes? I I don't know. I, 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 I'm confused. Of course you are, and that you're right. I, I mean, all of this is is just it's been documented time and time and time again. This was the and here's a, what is what is Lindell's game? If he had, if he was such the quote unquote patriot, and he had all of this information, why? Hey, look, Biden has been in office for what, five months now. Seven. Seven is it? Has been that well, long? Six already? and a half. Six and a half. Okay. I would, I would sure 
be presenting that information, all that information a lot sooner than what he's doing. Right. He wants some big grandiose rollout in this symposium right. that he's doing. By the and, way, he also he also believes he's going to walk right up to the Supreme Court. Which actually has nothing to do with this. And you don't just you don't start at the Supreme Court. You start at the 60 courts that have already said you got nothing. And we also are finding out now that there was more to this than uh, meets the eye as far as uh, them trying to circumvent the election. Uh, memos have come out. Fortunately, people refuse to do what Trump Trump wanted uh, basically to assert pressure on the six states. And by the way, why? you know what? I'll go with a full audit, but for all 50 states. And remember, if it turns out you won Trump, which you didn't, you lose everything else because all the down ballots went the other way. Everybody that voted for Biden, a lot of them still voted Republican down the line. So all those will flip too. Are you ready to do that? Are if if you're ready to do that, then let, but we got to do all fifty states. Absolutely. And they don't want to hear that. They want to. They want to handpick. Uh, anyway. Absolutely. Okay. You uh, replied to. You were talking about a tweet. You. Yeah, E. Jean Carroll. E. Jean Carroll. Uh who has taken Trump to court. He uh, sexually assaulted her back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, it, and this is one of the bigger cases. Well, she got, <laughs> she got, she got one of those uh, emails, donation requests from Trump. You know, they're generated and it says, E. Jean, President Trump was shocked when he heard that you never claimed your Trump life membership, E. Jean. Only 90 minutes left. Claim now. So she tweeted a picture of this, and she said, I have shocked Trump. To which I replied, I believe he was both shocked and appalled and had to borrow Lindsey Graham's pearls to clutch. Rumor has it there may have been a case of the vapors as well. And uh, I got to say, I'm pretty proud of myself. It's gotten a bunch of uh, – it, it, it's, it's had some legs, my reply. I've, I've had a, a bunch of likes and re retweets. I don't get that often, and uh, I'm just kind of I'm, I'm just kind of button busting oh, proud about it. I'm very and, proud uh, of that. Oh, there was the other one too that I I replied to about uh, the Ashley Babbitt family lawsuit, which is the most ridiculous thing in the oh world. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, so I replied to a tweet about that that said. Uh, Furniture piled against, oh, because I think they're claiming the Secret Service agent or whoever it was that did the firing didn't identify himself, you know, and, and they're making all these wild accusations. And I, I said, well, furniture piled against the door usually indicates stay out, doesn't it? Then again, I've never taken the Capitol tour. Different rules on the tour to which somebody named uh, 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 Shannon? Shannon? Never heard of him. Uh, Made a reply. I can't find it now, but uh, something about what was he said? I was just looking at it. Oh, if Ashley Babbitt were a black woman breaking into their home, these Trumpists wouldn't have wouldn't have a second thought about shooting her. I don't see any difference in this. Now let's get back to Ashley Babbitt just for a second. For those of you coming in late, okay, 
There was furniture piled against the door. She had already busted into the Capitol, made her way up through. She was already where she shouldn't have been with all these other knuckleheads, okay? They had bet the door was barricaded with furniture to keep people out where the normal tourist people wouldn't be going anyway. Mm -hmm. Somebody busted out a window, which I could be wrong on this, but I believe that's not, if you have to bust the window out, it doesn't mean they're welcoming you in. And then she started to climb through that window. And I am confident whoever had to make that dreaded decision to pull the trigger. And you know they didn't do it because they wanted to. But I'm sure there was a warning, at least two, of something to the the likes of stand down or go back or don't do it or, you know, stop or I'll shoot. And, and she clearly, uh, she fooled around and she found out. Yeah. She played stupid games. I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for her. I can't generate any sympathy because if she gets in and they don't shoot, well, now the signal is clear. Let's, let's bust this joint up. Yep. And now you're going to have dead politicians on your hands. And how would they all be thinking about this now if Mike Pence did wind up swinging off that gallows, which I don't think would have held the weight, but be that as it may, that would have meant they would have captured the vice president of the United States. Now what do you do? Now we're going to have a full-blown civil war because you know the military's coming in and they will carpet bomb that that place. They will carpet bomb it and they will take out the U.S. Capitol to nip that in the bud. Um, that's where things had to stop there. She was told under no circumstances could any reasonable human being believe that she was, uh, oops, this was an oops moment. Oh, I turned down the wrong hallway. This isn't even I turned down the wrong hallway during the insurrection. I busted through a window that was barricaded. I climbed through a broken window. Mm -hmm. I was warned to not continue. It's, again, I don't know the exact words, but in some way, shape, or form. I know she was warned. These guys are, you know, they're trained for that. And one shot, one shot was all it took. You notice nobody else went climbing through that window. That kept yep. them all at bay. And unfortunately, that's what it took right then, right there. Now, is this what all you, all you lunatics want? You want? Did you want? Are politicians, like them or not, to be – remember, you had guys running around with the plastic uh, zip-tie handcuffs. They showed up with bear spray. They came prepared. They were there to do damage. They were there to take hostages. They were there to leave corpses, if that was. And because, remember, they're not all very bright. And you had – people there with army training, police training, and all that. And thank goodness they're all getting picked up now. You know, justice, the wheels of justice turn slowly, but gosh darn it, they're turning. I think they're turning pretty fast in this case. But mm -hmm. Ashley Babbitt, you are just wasting, uh, her family, I'm sure you miss her and all that. I take no, no pleasure in the fact that she died that day. None whatsoever. But she did it herself. There's nobody else to blame. 
Nobody dragged her into that Capitol building. Nobody forced her up those stairs. Nobody pushed her through that window. The video is clear. She went through that window voluntarily. She had the opportunity to back out. Where? Who's at fault there other than Ashley Babbitt? Who is at fault? You want to blame Trump? Blame Trump. Go ahead. But Trump might as well have pulled the trigger on that. Be, should, but should go after Trump. I say give it a, give it a little bit more time. They're they're rounding up the minnows. Give <sighs> them time to build their cases. Exactly. Give them time. Oh, hey, you know what? Speaking of Trump, have you uh, have you got oh, your own uh, Trump card? You mean the one where official is misspelled? Oh my God! I didn't even notice that. You see the one I'm talking about. Upper, you see that? Upper left, upper left, right? No, wait a minute. Bottom, bottom left. Bottom left. Look under the word Trump. O f f i c a l, official. Oh my goodness! And by the way, you know, you know where you've seen that eagle before? Oh yeah. How about uh, Nazi Germany? Nazi Germany. Yep. Holding a SWAT sticker. The the only the only thing missing is just the uh, the little the Nazi the swastika at the bottom. Yeah, otherwise that's literally all little, that, Yeah, literally all that's missing. There's no question mm -hmm. about it. Uh, you know, look, I, I, another term we'd all be goose stepping down the uh, down the strand. And there are some that are still. No, look, I can't wait to find out what he's got on Kevin McCarthy and all of them, to be quite honest, he's got to have something on them. And what, what, you know, he, he's, uh, yeah, the fecal card. I know Rolando has his Trump card. He's, he's a Trumper from way back when, uh, no question about it. We, uh, he's been a Trumper ever since he was on the cover of Playboy magazine. There you go. Who was on the, Oh, Trump. Trump was on the cover of Playboy. Magazine. Oh, I thought you meant Rolando was on the cover of Playboy magazine. <laughs> like I've had a tough day. Don't do that to me too. <laughs> what was the one thing you could always find on the cover of a Playboy magazine? Bunny ears. Not bunny ears. Bunny. Just yeah. a bunny. You, they're, they're, sometimes it was right out in front of you. Sometimes you had to look for it. And uh, you know the old rumor about the number of stars across the top? The rumor was on the cover, in the upper left-hand corner, there would be one, two, three, four stars. That was, you were the centerfold, yeah, I'll bet. I bet you, bet you still got the staple in your belly button, too. <laughs> uh, but the, the myth was, that was how many times you Hefner had slept with the girl on the cover. It actually was not true. It was, a, it was just a... A distribution thing to tell you which, which region of the country that that particular magazine was was printed for. That's all it was. It was. Uh, oh, what a day! What a day we've and, had. And we still managed to trudge through this. And, speaking, and you know, Playboy, speaking of Playboy, real quick. Okay. Real quick. Do you miss? Do you miss that? Do you miss Playboy magazine? Do you think that? The time has come and gone. You think yes. that's yeah. I, I, I miss the naughtiness of it. The when you're a little boy, you go into the barber shop and he, he would look the other way when you reach down to the bottom of the magazines. 
at least in the barbershop in my neighborhood, uh, you know, for, for the grownups, for the men. And you'd sneak a peek and he would snatch it out of your hand. He'd give you a minute, but he'd still snatch it out of your hand because heaven forbid your old man walks in and, uh, and, and sees it. Uh, it was tough to do sometimes because uh, until a certain age, my mother would, you know, your mother brings you for your haircut. But once we started going on our own, it was, uh, you know, it, it, there was a certain innocence about it. Of course, we didn't, we didn't look at it like that at the time. Uh, but yeah, so, because you can go online now anywhere and see pretty much anything. Uh, there's no, again, there's no, uh, there's no innocence about it. Okay. Yeah. Playboy, and let's face it, it was a great publication. It had some of the funniest cartoons, some of the best writing, some of the greatest interviews ever. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've been told. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've always, what I'd always said about, about Playboy, and in this day and age, you know, having a main, having a magazine like Playboy, uh, main, you know, a mainstream uh, it, it wouldn't uh, because you're you're looking at women as sex objects and what have you, and you know you can have that argument. I can I can I, I myself have always said that nobody forced any of these uh, these women to uh, to mm. pose uh, for it. They made a ton of a boatload of money in doing so. Right. Uh, but on the other hand, coming from uh, this is something a lot of them had to contend with. Very few of them actually get out of the shadow of that. And uh, what's her name? Vanessa. Oh, I can't think of her name now. Good God. She was in, she was in Penthouse. What is her name? You've seen her all over the place. Anyway, she, uh, she was in Penthouse and, and all that. And she's had a remarkable remarkable acting career for low these past 30 40 years oh vanessa, vanessa williams vanessa williams vanessa williams yes sure she she came right over that she had a whole girl on girl thing in in penthouse and uh and she just you know screw you i'm doing my thing and and she did her thing and actually those those pictures were not supposed to be uh published at all but you know once she became a little she had a little notoriety uh she rolled it all the way to the bank. Well, she did. She did. Uh, and attention to and attention to stations up and down the line. There will be no outro music today. We'll uh, we're just going to do will, it the old fashioned way. Will there even be an outro? There will be an outro. You'll be told when to start speaking and when to say goodbye, and that <laughs> will happen in about a about a minute. So mm. so beware. So my beware. last my last thought on my last thought on Playboy is is that. It was it was done. If you're going to do something like that, I think it was done in a very classy way. There's no question about it. Uh, when I first started seeing stuff like Hustler and Penthouse, I was like, "Oh my god, Never it, it's a it's a gynecological that. exam." Yeah, exactly. You know, eh, and uh, yikes, yikes! I I remember when Hustler was uh, not Hustler. You know, did you ever see Screw Magazine? Oh, oh, yeah. oh god! Oh. Oh my goodness. Normally this is where the music would be playing, but we're gonna get an extra couple of seconds. So so uh <laughs> you know, I tell you, I've all I've always uh, I when it comes to those kind of magazines, that's beautiful. 
I can't. I don't need the tour. I don't need the tour of the uh, Holland right. Tunnel. Yeah. We're at it. Yeah, right. The inner workings of the. Uh, well, John, you can start saying your goodbye now. For that guy over there, <laughs> who uh, may or may I'm not be here next week. You never know about these things. I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. I got to wait a couple of seconds. We got a few seconds to to kill here. We didn't time it out right, but then uh, who's got that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. See ya.